You're listening to the Storyteller Series from The Salvation Army. For more information or to share your questions and comments, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. The Book of Acts, Chapter 8. And Saul approved of their killing him. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, they all paid close attention to what he said. For with shrieks and pure spirits came out of many, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Now for some time a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great, and all the people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed, This man is rightly called the great power of God. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery. But when they believed Philip as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and he was baptized, and he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers there that they might receive the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability, so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you, because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry, because your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord in hope that he may forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. And Simon answered, Pray to the Lord for me, so that nothing you have said may happen to me. After they had further proclaimed the word of the Lord and testified about Jesus, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many Samaritan villages. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of the queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, Go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This is a passage of scripture the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, 
and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of Scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. This week we find ourselves in Acts chapter 8, and this, it was a really intense time to be a part of the way, uh, to be a follower of Jesus, because in chapter 7, we have just finished um, this experience that I wonder, like, what it did to that fellowship of believers that had had Stephen among them. He'd been serving them and loving on the little old ladies and on the children. Like, people loved Stephen, and he, like, they killed him. Mm-hmm. And we see here that the the church, at that point, like, everything shifts, and people start to scatter mm-hmm. um, because we're not playing games anymore. Like, this is not a game. Like, this is the real deal. And uh, we find that persecution broke out amongst the people um, in Jerusalem. And so it became much more widespread, and folks were like, yeah, I got to go. And so what we find here is um, an account of what happens as people leave out of Jerusalem because it's just the temperature is too hot for them, right? Like, um, it's like a, a no-travel zone, a no-go zone, and um, God uses even that for his kingdom advance. Yeah, it's it's like this, again, going back to the theme of persecution. We talked about that a few weeks ago, but this the persecution, they scattered, and what did they do? They went around preaching the gospel, preaching, the preaching, gospel. preaching the word. Mm-hmm. And I like made this note that the persecution made the gospel spread. That's, wow. and I just, I mean, they must've been, you're right. They must've been traumatized from what happened. You know, it's not an easy time yet. They scattered and they preached the word. That's right. Wow. Saul was the biggest, Saul was the biggest evangelist, whether he knew it or not, knew it or not, you know, because he was pushing yes. the church further yeah. and further yes. north, south, east, and west, Yes, you know, which yes. is, reminds me of that scripture like that we often will say nowadays, like that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Right. I think okay. this is a really good example of that, that, mm-hmm. you know, what the enemy means for, for uh, our evil, the Lord uses for good for in me. his way and in his time. Yeah. Yes. And then we read about, they went to Samaria and then in verse eight, so there was much joy in that city. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I just think it was completely interesting that it started off with Saul destroying the church. and that being the catalyst for them to scatter and things like that but Mm -hmm. as we know it's going to turn around and boy how it scatters I mean here you have Philip ministering to an Ethiopian eunuch Mm -hmm. and perhaps here in this encounter the beginning of the church in Africa as the the church continues to spread out into the the 
ends of the earth, as was promised earlier on, uh, and, and even in this just brief encounter between Philip and the Ethiopian. Well, I think what's really beautiful about that is that he scatters, and we think a lot about the, ge the geography of it, um, but also, like, they just begin telling all different kinds of people, right? So, like, the, 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 even the gender identity of the eunuch, right, like, doesn't hinder him from being someone who um, we have this amazing gospel conversation with, right? So it did not bother Philip that he was speaking to a eunuch at all. In fact, um, they had just some amazing conversations, and um, I think... I think that that is a message to us mm. that yes. it's not, we want to go to the ends of the earth with the gospel and we should, but it shouldn't just be about foreign countries, but it should be about all peoples. All peoples. And we'll be surprised oftentimes <laughs> by what we find, like Philip is here where he comes to this guy who's reading from Isaiah, like, what does this mean? Yes. And it's amazing how many times, you know, Christians will come to someone thinking that they are getting there first. Right. And God's already been there yes. way before they got there. And here we have that happening in this story. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with a friend. You can subscribe to the Storyteller series on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast store. For more information, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.